You are listening to The Riding, NFL DFS podcast with Pat James. Week 8 is here. It looks like the theme of the week is going to be trying to decide if weather is going to play a part in you know some of these games. And normally I have like no fear of weather. However, there are some games on the slate that are calling for like 30 mile per hour winds. That could be an issue for sure. Um, and, you know... We've seen it a million times in the past. We worry about the weather, and then, you know, the game starts. The flagpoles aren't even whipping, and, you know, it doesn't look like there is much wind at the stadium at all. Um, I will say that the Vegas-Cleveland game does look like it's going to have, you know, a good amount of wind. They're saying, like, gusts gusts can get up to, like, 40 miles per hour. Um, So if you guys read my article on 4 for 4, there is an update coming to that. I am, you know, kind of rearranging and changing some of my thoughts based on weather in that one. Um, So let's get right into it at quarterback. So I was mostly looking at Derek Carr because I thought, you know, that the Raiders could throw the ball on Cleveland and they wouldn't really be able to run the ball. They have Ruggs, Waller. Aguilar potentially getting Brian Andrews back, Brian Edwards back, excuse me. So I was really looking into paying down for Derek Carr. Now I think I've pivoted that if I'm going to pay down, it might be Jimmy Garoppolo. And I know, you know, you literally have to, you know, hold your nose and and click on Jimmy Garoppolo because there's obviously a chance that he smashes, right? 20, 25, 30 points are in the cards for him, but so is potentially getting benched, right? He's been benched already this season, Um, going to Seattle against a team that has given up a ton of uh, points to quarterbacks, I think that, you know, it's, it's an okay spot. And I also don't think that, you know, the, the Niners are going to get into a game like they did last week against the Patriots, where, you know, it was 33 to six, the final, and, you know, we weren't really worried about scoring uh, halfway through that game. They were just, you know, playing dominant defense, etc. I think the Seahawks and the Niners game is going to have some points and, you know, the Niners aren't going to be able to take their foot off the gas. So I like Jimmy Garoppolo there. Uh, Joe Burrow was probably my favorite quarterback going into this game. However, it looks like he's going to have a ton of offensive linemen out. It looks like the win might be an issue there as well. So, you know, it's, it is a little bit worrisome. Um, and I just want to play in cash. I kind of want to play it a little bit safer. I may have that. I may stack that game up in tournaments a little bit. Um, but I do like Burrow, and I wouldn't fault anybody for playing Burrow in cash, just based on the fact that I think he's in a great spot. Um, and, and you know they'll be playing fast, slinging the ball all over the field. Russ Wilson. Uh, you know I think now that he's probably the safest play on the slate. Um, it doesn't look like the Seahawks are going to have much in the way of running backs to work with. I think we could see Russ carve the Niners up and get a few extra carries as well. Then, I mean, there's, I think there's a lot of good pivots up there too, like Lamar and Patrick Mahomes, I think are good pivots 
in tournaments. Um, Justin Herbert, I I really like this week, but I think that you know that game might be might get away from uh, the Broncos a little bit. So you know I'm I'm basically looking at. I think for me it's going to come down to Garoppolo or Wilson this week. Even though I was not on either of those guys really to start, I was looking at Carr or Burrow. But weather has kind of soured me on those two games just a little bit. Um, So at running back, I think, you know, with Aaron Jones out, Jamal Williams is a great play. With Nick Chubb still out, Kareem Hunt against the Raiders in a game where, you know, they may have to throw the ball short more than they would like and they might have to run the ball more than they would normally do. I think Kareem Hunt is a smash play. Um, Alvin Kamara gets another game, you know, and Chicago's defense has been much uh, stouter against the pass. They've been, they've been, they've given up a little bit against the run and, you know, another game where there's no Michael Thomas, where there is no Emmanuel Sanders and also no Marquez Callaway this week. I love Alvin Kamara. Um, I think Gio Ber- Giovanni Bernard is in play at 5,800 um, for the same reasons that Kareem Hunt is in play. You know, maybe potentially shorter passes, some more checkdowns, more running in that game as well. Uh, obviously, Derrick Henry, you know, we always get into this debate about is Derrick Henry safe in cash because he doesn't catch passes. I mean, I like Alvin Kamara better paying up into the AKs. I wouldn't fault anybody for playing Derrick Henry because this could be a game where he just absolutely torches the Bengals for 202 like he did a few weeks ago. Um, I'm just going to stick with the 10 targets upside for Alvin Kamara. Um, you know, I just think, you know, the, there's a there's a very wide range of outcomes for Derrick Henry, right? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he puts up a 40-burger this week and goes for 202. But I also wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he goes for 85 yards and catches one pass and you're stuck with a nine-point game. Kamara, with his target projection, um, I think, like, the floor for him is 15, 16 points and, and like, the median projection is 25-ish. So I think I lean Kamara there over Derrick Henry, I do think Henry has a better chance or, you know, is more likely to absolutely, like, wreck a slate with a 40-point game. You know, I, I think Kamara just has a much safer medium projection in the in the mid-20s, for sure. Um, I really like Miles Gaskin, too. You know, L.A. gives up some, some rushing yards, and I think that game is going to be a bit closer. He does catch passes as well. I like Miles Gaskin. But that's pretty much the only guys that I'm really picking from on this slate. Now that I think about it, I'm not even sure if I mentioned Jamal Williams. So I will mention him again, maybe, or for the first time. That's just how bad my memory's getting. Um, Aaron Jones is out. This game looks like it might have some wind in it as well. I think we see a similar game than we saw last week out of Williams. Um, You know, he's up a ton in price, but, uh, you know... 20 to 24 combined carries and targets is well within his projection. And, you know, the Vikings defense is just a sieve at this point. So I think we could see, you know, 80 yards and a touchdown, four catches for 40 yards, something like that, which puts him um, squarely in play as well. 
And then obviously I think we have to go a bit cheaper at wide receiver. Um, first off, I think Keenan Allen with his price not budging is going to be a lock, you know, lock button on Keenan Allen. Um, but then there's a bunch of really cheap guys that I think we have to um, kind of sift through and pick the best or the two best. Um, but, you know, uh, Devontae Adams, obviously reaching 9K is is an issue. Sure, he could go for 40 DK points again against the Vikings. But at 9K, I think it's going to be very tough, um, especially with the fact that the value this week is at wide receiver. Um, so you kind of have to, you know, take your lumps at wide receiver a little bit uh, instead of, you know, last week the value was at running back. So we could pay up for a guy like Adams who smashed this week. I really don't see that being the case. I do like him and Lockett, but I just don't know if I'm going to be able to get up to them. So I do think I will start at Keenan Allen. And then I really like the Bengals receivers. Um, the weather is going to be an issue there. You know, I like Tyler Boyd. I like T Higgins. I, I really like AJ Green. I know um, there was some chatter in the 4 for 4 Discord about the fact that I wrote up A.J. Green in cash, but I don't see any issue. He's had 24 targets in the last two weeks, and he's $4,500. You know, when he started complaining about being traded because he wasn't being used, they just started peppering him with targets. And for 4500 what are we looking for? You know, 5 for 60 and then we're, we're, you know, as a floor, and then we're okay with that. I could see A.J. Green putting that up, um, so I like A.J. Green a bit there um from there we have to talk about the Jets wide receivers obviously Denzel Mims Braxton Berrios I think they're just going to get torched and you know Sam Darnold's probably going to have to throw a ton so Mims and Berrios are in play Kendrick Bourne is in play with Debo Samuel out so the issue there is it's not like Traquan Smith in the Saints offense where you know, Michael Thomas is out, he's 4K, and then all of a sudden he's going to be thrust into, you know, a wide receiver one role. The Niners still have Brandon Ayuk, who I love in tournaments. They still have George Kittle, who we'll talk about in a second. So, you know, Bourne's like uh, the third option at best on this team, despite the fact that I still think he's absolutely in play. Rashard Higgins, I was all over to start the week, but, you know, that's a win game. You have to kind of Take into account how much you think the wind is going to play a factor. I mean, 40-mile-an-hour swirling winds in Cleveland is very scary. Does it get to that point? I don't know. Um, I wouldn't have a ton of guys in my lineup who are in those, you know, three or four really dicey wind games. Um, you know, it's okay maybe to take one or two, or if you, if you think one of the games isn't going to be as affected as the others, you could take a player or two from that game. But I think it's important to not, you know, build your entire lineup around those three or four games that are severely impacted by the wind. Um, I'm just going to get defense out of the way right before I talk about tight ends. Uh, I think the Dolphins defense is the premium pay down defense. They have three games with over double digit DraftKings points. They are playing unbelievable in the secondary. Um, so I think they can definitely a cross country trip for the Rams coming off a short week. Uh, I just think that you know the Dolphins really do have a good shot at another double digit fantasy day against the Rams. Um, I like the Packers 
against the Vikings a little bit at 2,900. I like the Titans at 3K um, with how banged up Cincinnati's O-line is and how, you know, Burrow's been taking a ton of sacks. So that's fine. I like the Titans um, paying up, obviously. I think the Bills defense is uh, primed for a big game against a, like, completely battered Patriots uh, offense. And then also, you know, in tournaments, paying 4500 for the KC defense isn't something that I'm going to do a lot, but I think it's a really nice way to get unique. Especially, you know, we have those cheaper-ish receivers. We have some cheaper-ish pivot receivers as well. So we could pay up a little bit at defense. Um, you know, maybe that would be, that's a lineup where you pay down at quarterback as well. But I don't think a ton of people are going to have the the uh, Kansas City defense in, uh, at least in, you know, the mid-range slash like higher dollar tournaments where, you know, sharper guys kind of tend to pay down at defense. So I think that might be a nice way to get unique at defense. Tight end. Always the crux of our lineup decisions. I think there are some tiers this week that we can get to. You know, Harrison Bryant is probably the premium cheap play, I would say, just because, you know, Hooper's out again. And when the Browns get into the red zone, I could see them getting the ball to Bryant. But I think the the best payup option is Kittle. San Fran will be without Debo Samuel. They will be without a ton of their running backs. I could see this game getting into a shootout. So I could see Kittle at 7K really doing some damage. You know, paying up a tight end is always a worry, but I think there's enough pay down options at receiver that we can do it this week. I'd really like Darren Waller too. Like if if there wasn't weather issues in the Cleveland-Vegas game, Darren Waller might be a lock button for me in tournaments and and play him in cash. Like that's how much I have faith that Waller at 5600 was going to smash this Cleveland defense. Um but now I may still go to Waller. He may be the one guy that I play from a win game or, you know. But I I do think that it, there is definitely some cause for concern there. Um Kelsey, I think, is a great tournament play just because everybody will be off him from how bad he jobbed everyone last week. So I think it comes down to those guys. Um, Jonu Smith, too, potentially. Maybe Eric Ebron. Those guys are more, for me, tournament plays. I think I will be deciding between Bryant, Kittle, and Waller at tight end. All right, the core four. I'm going to start with Keenan Allen. You know, his price just... His price should have went up to around 7K with how much Herbert is targeting him. Um, I'm also going to say Kareem Hunt. Those are the two I probably feel most confident in. I think Kareem Hunt has probably his biggest game of the year this this week. Um, from there, I'll say Alvin Kamara is a core for play. And then I will also add in Jamal Williams. And that one was close for me. Um, that last one, it's more like a core three this week. I think Kamara, Hunt, and Allen are pretty safe bets to be cash locks for me this week. Uh, and I'll most likely end up on Jamal Williams as well. All right, guys, good luck. I'll be back on Monday, let you know how things turned out. 
Maybe we'll be talking about, you know, the weather not affecting these games at all, which is often the case after, you know, we get obsessed about weather. But I do think weather is going to have, wind in general is going to have somewhat of an impact, judging by the numbers that I'm seeing, right? 15, 20 miles per hour um, gusts, not that huge of a deal. But now I'm seeing, you know, 25 to 30 sustained winds with like gusts over 30 miles an hour, 35, 40 miles an hour. That's getting a little bit ridiculous. Um, So we'll see. But good luck. And I will be back on Monday with my cash lineup review.